welcome to the odd and offbeat podcast Hey, eyeballs, welcome to the Odd and Off Beat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-illustrious Louis Fox. <laughs> That's right. I'm like a book with a lot of pictures in it. No, I'm saying that because you're coming off your TV, uh, you were just on national TV, <laughs> and uh, I don't know if the WB is considered national TV. I feel like you, they only get it in like North Korea and like, you know, Argentina. Yes, because but, I was on the CW, know. not the WB. So. Oh, What's the difference between those two things? The WB is only in North Korea and uh, (laughs) South Padre Island. (laughs) The CW is only in Cuba and uh, Northern Russia. It's only in countries that use the standard measurement system. I feel like the show that you were on, Masters of Illusion, is like the number one show they show in like Siberian prisons. <laughs> it's how they get you to crack. No more magic tricks. No more. <laughs> Enough with this Dean Kane giving horrible introductions. I know. Actually, I got like a couple quotes I can pull from it that Dean Kane said about me, which is funny because Dean Kane, you know, they just handed him a stack of stuff to say about me. Yeah, it doesn't even look like he's on set, right? It's like he's sort of. You guys film that separately, and then he comes in on a separate occasion and, you know, does the intros or whatever. Well, that's exactly what happens. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, dude, Superman, come on, step it up, dude. Yeah, well, the other thing, there's one shot of me, and there's an audience there, and we recorded this during COVID, and I don't recall there ever being an audience while I performed. Yeah. So I saw that shot, I'm like, when did that happen, or did they just have a crazy CGI budget? Well, I mean, they wanted to, they wanted to make it seem real, so they brought in you know people who uh, are sad and disappointed. <laughs> but, but they weren't there when I was performing. Yet clearly, I'm performing in front of them. <laughs> I thought it was a good set, Louis, and uh, you can check that out. I think Google Louis Fox Masters of Illusion. Yeah, you can go to the CW, and... hit the Masters of Illusion. I'm episode thirteen. Actually, this is Masters of Illusion two. Yeah, is it? I don't know. This is the second time you've been on it. Yeah, but it's season eight. Oh, okay. Season eight, Louis Fox. And he does like a, you know, a saltine cracker. And, you know, I'm watching it and I'm like, this needs some jokes. But then I talk to you and you're like, they cut all my jokes. Yes. (laughs) And they they put a laugh track with all the punchline. So it's like I would say the punchline without the setup and it doesn't really make sense. Or put a laugh track with me doing something stupid like, here, write your name on the cracker. And then people go, ha, 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 ha. I'm no, like, I thought it made. I didn't think it would sounded that bad. I I think to someone who didn't know, it it was uh, it was very good, Louis. I thought it was a good spot. Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I think they will get you a lot of work in northern Russia, and uh, in <laughs> that's, Havana. That's my my demo is northern <laughs> Russia and southern uh, North Pole. <laughs> All right, Louis, let's get to some stories. Let's do it. Yeah. 
let's get to some weird news. The story comes from WBTW.com. That's a news source more reliable than a quiet family evening at the Waffle House. You don't think that, uh, you know, you could have a nice little quiet dinner at a Waffle House? You can't have a quiet dinner while people over there are getting it smothered and covered. It's just All not right. how it works. What about, like, Waffle House at, like, 3 a.m., or is that the, the when it's the loudest? That, oh, that's when you want to go. <laughs> I, the first Waffle House I ever went to was uh, outside of Detroit, and there was we walked in, and there was, like, a dead body on the ground and, like, crime scene tape. We are like... Classic. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> Story goes, police, family of six, sits down at North Carolina Waffle House, then three, rob it. Well, you know, uh, it's an automatic... Uh, gratuity for a party of six or more and it's an automatic felony for a robbery of six or more <laughs> wait are you saying that they uh were arrested for leaving a bad tip <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they only left three percent three people have been identified as suspects in an armed robbery at a waffle house monday and they were hillsborough police have secured arrest warrants for diamond walton of longview texas and tamiko Lashawn jones and tony eugene lemon of Marshall, Texas. They only have their names because they actually use their names when they sign the credit card statements. Yes. When they when they had to sign in for the wait list. <laughs> you used your real name. <laughs> Officers said the three suspects were part of a family of six who went in the Waffle House on 110 Daniel Boone Street and sat down for a meal before the robbery. They're like, if you want the address of a Waffle House, it's really easy to rob. Here it is. Well, I think Waffle House probably just do does this so they're in the news at some point, right? So yeah. it's free advertising. They're like, also, we have a special <laughs> on, on French toast. And show up before six. Robbery is complimentary. <laughs> After the meal, reports say Lemon took out a handgun and demanded money from the restaurant employees. He then ran to a nearby gas station and parked his car there, according to reports. <laughs> what? So he ran across the street and parked his car there? Uh, yeah, I guess yeah, maybe he jumped in the car and then parked his car across the street. You know? Yeah, that's know. that's the getaway move. Right. Yeah. Because then the cops show and there's like, clearly it's, he's not dumb enough to just stay there. Yeah. You're looking for the car speeding away, not the guy napping in his car. Exactly. Police using the stack of $100 bills as a pillow. <laughs> he's covered in them to keep him warm. <laughs> Police say the suspects left in two separate cars, one of which is a burgundy Ford F-150, and the other is believed to be a newer model Ford Fusion, both with Texas plates. This is a... So have we determined that Flor- or Texas is the Florida of Texas? Kinda. It's not as... It's not as... I mean, not as dumb as Florida, I guess. <laughs> They're just ballsy, man. Yeah. Right, they're like we can you we can either rob you or we can leave you a one star review on Yelp, and the manager's like, you can rob us because <laughs> <laughs> one star is too high for the Waffle House. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess he would be like, actually, give us the one star; we'll improve our ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Officers believe the suspects to be armed and dangerous. Each of the three suspects are charged with robbery with a dangerous weapon, conspiracy to commit armed robbery, and defrauding an innkeeper. <laughs> So they were going to stay at the Waffle House. Yeah, I guess it must be a separate crime. Like, you know, the, I don't know. They like, also defraud an innkeeper. Yeah, they also sign the fake name on the uh, hotel registry. Yeah, maybe they use the Waffle House. Maybe they use the Waffle House money to pay f- for the hotel. And that's what, the, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. 
Officers said the suspects have similar outstanding charges from Minden, Louisiana from just a few days prior and additional charges could be filed. I like how that's their their motive. Like, what are you, the BTK killer? Now I'm the Waffle House robbery family. You know it. I'm the innkeeper defrauder. (laughs) Family that robs Waffle House together. Gets moons over my hammy together. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Louie? I mean, I'm glad they're doing it as a family, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's Bl- family bonding time. Blood is thicker than syrup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like it. Yep. Weird news stories, part duh. All right, this story comes from where everyone should get their seafood news at. Redlobster.com. That's a news source more reliable than the lobster at Red Lobster. I don't think I've ever been to a Red Lobster. Is it? Do they just serve lobster or is it all seafood? Or? I don't think anyone gets the lobster at the Red Lobster. That's the, that's the thing is it's like you get other stuff i don't know like if you're gonna pay market price for a lobster that's not where i want to go for it gotcha they don't have like some specialty red you know lobster dish (laughs) yes i think their claim to fame is their biscuits oh they don't have like lobsteritas or something (laughs) i would eat a lobsterita (laughs) a bloody lobster (laughs) in the morning All right, so this story goes, rare orange lobster found in shipment at Florida Red Lobster. That is, This is like some Brown versus Board of the Education of Lobster stuff. <laughs> well, did, I think we did a story in the past about a blue lobster being found or an albino lobster or something. Yeah. First off, right out of, out of the gate, would you eat it? Would I eat it? Yeah. Well, I don't eat seafood. Would you? But no, I would not. I would not eat a rare. I won't eat animals, let alone a endangered or super rare animal. Like, oh, that's the best kind to eat. I it's only, like saying, "Oh, that's the last white rhino. Do you want to eat it?" I only eat the last of its kind. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if it can't procreate, you know, hey, why not? Exactly. An extremely rare orange lobster was spared the dinner plate at a Red Lobster restaurant in Florida, and will have a new permanent home at an aquarium. Ripley's Aquarium in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, said it was contacted by managers at the Red Lobster in Hollywood, Florida, after workers discovered the orange lobster in a shipment. I like how the Ripley's Museum is like, finally, we can get this actual red lobster that we painted orange out of this tank and put a real one in. <laughs> I love how the man... You wouldn't you wouldn't assume that the people who work at Red Lobster would have the wherewithal to identify. <laughs> T- times are tough. That dude's got a zoology degree. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Good for them. This lobster totally lucked out that the manager also wasn't colorblind. Right. The lobster's orange coloring is believed to be from a mutation that occurs only only in one out of 30 million lobsters. So by them taking this lobster out of the breeding population, they're essentially killing any um what's the darwin thing um evolution yeah it, or was natural still, selection yes they're killing by them taking this lobster out of the breeding population they're killing any chance it has at natural sele- selection that's the thing um 
I think it's a mutation, though. I don't think it's a genetic. But if thing. that if it proves more useful in its surroundings, like with the uh, oceans getting hotter, things get more <laughs> orange down there. Yeah, but they're ta- they're they're essentially it was going to be eaten. So either way, it was being taken out of the breeding pool. You could throw it back in. Throw, but Alice has, has a chance in the the Ripley's Believe It or Not aquarium. Yeah, now it's going to have it all. can mate with the two headed seahorse. <laughs> It can, it, can, it can lay its eggs in the Robert Waldrow's giant shoe. <laughs> the unusual crustacean was named Cheddar in honor of Red Lobster's Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Sometimes ordinary miracles happen, and Cheddar is one of them, Red Lobster manager Mario Roque said All in right. a news release from Ripley's. Who is – I like – a miracle happens, and they go full, like, MAGA. Lock it up. Lock it <laughs> I, I, up. Right? A group of incredible people helped us make this possible. We are so honored to have been able to save Cheddar and find her a good home. I like how hard it is. Oh, oh, we could, I had to make all these phone calls. We had to build a special tank. Or I could just walk out to the beach and toss it into the surf. Yeah, right? Let it go back to its home. Yeah. But we can make money off of it. So, uh, capitalism. Do you think, do you think the Red Lobster's getting a kickback? Uh, no, but I think, you know. People like us get to click on their website, and they're getting all those, uh, you know, ad ad revenue. Yeah, yeah, and they have a sweet, sweet orange lobster recipe at the bottom of the page. <laughs> Nicole Bott, Senior Director of Communications at Red Lobster, said Cheddar will soon be on display at the Myrtle Beach Aquarium. We are incredibly proud of Mario and the team for rec- recognizing what a special and rare creature Cheddar is and for working relentlessly to find someone to rescue her, Bot said. It is an honor to be able to share the story of Cheddar and provide her a new home while she can be enjoyed by many for years to come, all from the safety of her tank. I like how they're worried about, like, this one's going to live a long life. Those other ones that are in this tank at the Red Lobster, they're all going to be... Oh, they're already dead. Yeah, they're going to be making some sweet lobster Benedicts tomorrow morning. How long do lobsters live? Eight minutes in a boiling pot of water. Uh, most lobsters that you see in a grocery store at a restaurant are at least five to seven years old and weigh about two pounds. But lobsters can live up to a hundred years old, man. What? That's a so ch- cheddar might be might be in that aquarium long after the zombie apocalypse. That that, that Ripley's is taking on like a, a parrot like co- commitment to this pet is what's happening. Pretty much, pretty much. Maybe this. But maybe that's why it's orange. Maybe it's like 300 years old. And uh, <laughs> this is like, you know, that's what happens when they get that old. It's gone through know. the whole color wheel. It's, it's yeah. been red. It's been blue. It's been yellow. It's going around <laughs> to the, the secondary colors. So what do you think about this, Louie? I would eat it. That's what I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like uh, you would actually eat it. <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I think this is cool. I mean... I, I'm still disgusted that people eat lobsters, and it's so weird to me. It's because a they look freaking weird, and b it's like, come on, do we really need to eat these guys? We they can actually attack us, unlike unlike a cow. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, I guess that you know people are going to get enjoyment out of it. this lobster didn't die, so that's a good that's a good thing. There you go. 
right. Not me. I like it. It's the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? This week, from the 20th through the 24th, you can catch me at the Lassen County Fair in Susanville, California. Susanville? What is that near, Louis? Uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. What would be like the closest landmark? Reno. Nevada. Yes, but it's in California. Like, okay. What's the closest landmark, this adjacent state, to where you're going? <laughs> what's, what's the closest landmark, the United States? <laughs> well, it's funny, like, when you get, like, kids up there as uh, audience participants, like, they always say, well, you know, I'll say, where are you from? They'll go, some people will say, the United States. <laughs> it's like, okay, things are narrowing it down. <laughs> One of the largest landmass countries in the world. <laughs> Where are you from? Uh, Western Hemisphere. From the Western. Uh, it would be amazing if they gave us, like, latitude and longitude exactly. <laughs> You're like, okay, that's not weird that you know that. <laughs> so what latitude and longitude can they catch you this week? Uh, you can catch me at the Latitude and Longitude. I am currently at, I'm performing at my uh, home fair, the Lane Ooh. County Fair in Eugene, Oregon, from the 20th to the 24th, three times a day. So if you are driving down the I-5 or in the in Oregon, come on by and check out the Lane County Fair. I will uh, are you going, be honest. Are you going home in between sets? No, I'm at, there's not enough time, ah. but uh, the nice thing about this fair is that it's downtown Eugene, so it's like, you know, you get to go out and do whatever you want, and then, you know, because I'm, I'm on the farmlands, man. I'm out there. So. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're way deep normally, so you can go to the T-Mobile store, you can go to the uh, Spaceballs weed shop. And... <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so come on out, and uh, if you want, we're going to go camping on one of those nights out at the Oregon Country Fair. There's a big hacky sack event, and Ooh. so uh, we're going to go hang out there, too. So we'll see. <laughs> like you're going to go camping seven minutes from where you live. <laughs> I know. <laughs> ah, that's good times, is, man. Is it's that fun. the adult equivalent of, like, when you're a kid and you camp in the backyard? Pretty much, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, other than that, folks, if you want to send us a message, you could do so at info at oddandoffbeat.com. Send us your news stories. Let us know what's going on with you. Uh, please uh, rate us at five stars wherever you got this podcast at, if you haven't already. And you can also sign up for our Patreon. It does help out quite a bit. That's right. You can go to the website, hit the Patreon link for as little as a few bucks a day. You can get camping tips from Matt. You can get you post know it. <laughs> postcards from the road and invitations to hacky camping. I'll send you a postcard from the Hacky Sack Camp. <laughs> I think it's right next to a post office, so it's perfect. <laughs> it's actually just the parking lot of the post office. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, other than that, folks, we hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Off Beak Podcast. Stay weird.